Welcome to the Limitless Level Podcast. My name is Brendan Kearney, and each week I'll bring you insights, tips, and strategies on developing your mindset, fitness performance, and your well-being. It is my mission to empower others to step into their potential and own their lives. I believe that self-awareness is the key to self-mastery, and when you master yourself, you can master any area of your life. Well, good morning. It is Wednesday here, and we are rolling into March. It is March forward month, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's March, anyways. I hope everyone is doing great, and we are going to have a special uh, episode here. Uh, it's going to be another interview. And I am interviewing a social media uh, buddy of mine who I crossed paths with um, a few years ago. We took the same uh, personal development program together. And so I've really gotten to know her quite a bit over social media and I've connected with her several times and she's a very inspiring young lady doing some wonderful things with uh, her personal development and her professional life. Uh, her name is Corrine Antill and she is from Switzerland. Now, Corrine, growing up in that background, went through um, discovering herself through different um occupations and came to the point where she had this desire to get into personal development, really just discover who she is, what she's capable of. And from what she's learned and implemented, um, she's really done some great things in her life. And I really see, like, as I mentioned, um, if you follow her online, she's always posting some great, uplifting, inspiring content. And it always helps with when she takes pictures and being in the mountains in Switzerland and it's very enticing, which I really want to go there <laughs> in the future. But anyways, um, Corrine, aside from that, is also developing a um, business in the health and wellness industry, helping people transform their lives physically and financially. And so we are going to turn it over to Corrine now. Uh, welcome to the show, Corrine. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for taking the time. And um, so we'll start off, just kind of kick off this episode with a few quick questions for fun. Uh, first, what are you most grateful for right now? Uh, right now, I'm really very grateful for the country that I live in. You mentioned that I'm from Switzerland and for many, many years, I was always I was always the one that wanted to learn English. I wanted to connect with the world. I wanted to travel and I wanted to explore. And I think I, I didn't really realize the, the good in my country and the place that, I, that I'm from. And moving back, I, I came back to Switzerland just last year, actually. And I've been able to see how I love my culture. I love my country. I love the landscape. I love the everything about it. And I've just realized never take anything for granted. Just even if you're from this area, you, there's still beauty in it. So let's let's have a look at it every day. Let's see it every day and be grateful for it. That's amazing. Yes, I know you've traveled quite a bit, and um, we'll 
kind of dive into a little bit about what that's been like over the last few years for you. Um, so what inspires you most right now? Um, people, I would say people every single day that I, that I have the chance to speak to, I, I meet every day new people that I speak with and, and it, it inspires me to see how many people, I mean, everybody naturally wants to grow. We're not really conscious of it sometimes, uh, but there's really a lot more people now having this awareness of willing to help others get there and, and this, yeah, this willingness to grow, but not only just for me, for the contribution. I think there's more and more people like that. And it, it really inspires me to know we there's no limit. So we can all keep going and keep and keep learning. And I'm just so curious to see how far we can all go. Um, and to see that I'm not the only one, that, that's even better because we can just speak about it all day long. For me, I could listen to someone, their story and their dreams for, for a whole day. And I would, I would still, you know, still be curious to hear more. So that's what inspires me the most. That's amazing. Yeah, people are really inspiring for sure. And just what they can help you um, see within yourself. So uh, just a couple of fun facts about yourself uh, can be a quirk, a superpower, uh, just a few things off the top. <laughs> a superpower. Um, one thing that it's not fun, it's actually very quite serious. I mean, I can really use it, but I'm very sensitive to people, like in the sense that I'm like a sponge. So I can tell right away people's energy, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's, it's really useful to understand people. Sometimes it's it's also dangerous in the sense that I take it everything in and it really it has an impact on me. So I have to learn how to deal with it, keep my own energy and not just, you know, take it too much into me. Uh, it's been really helpful to really help people because that's my, my business is all about that. So helping people and, and really have an understanding of them. That's a, that's been a big gift. Um, what can I say that is fun? It's a, it's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I, maybe something that I can say, which has come through the years because I've learned English and I've used it a lot. French is my other language, but I speak in both and I work in both. And sometimes I cannot find the right word in my own language. I have to say it in English or the other way around. So I have this sometimes sort of Frank, Frank, Franklish, <laughs> or, you know, and, uh, and I don't know how to get out of it because some words are just much better in English. So I have to use that word. And in other, you know, the cases, then the expression comes in French and I'm like, how do I put that into English? How do I portray it so that it has the same impact? So sometimes I think I confuse people a little bit because of the words that I use. Um, that would be more like the fun fact that I can share about me. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. It's almost like a Frankenstein of the two languages basically put together. Uh, but you know what, you're kind of one up on me uh, because actually, you know, being Canadian myself, um, I actually am not fluent in French, um, which is actually, um, supposed to be you know our second language and i'm just one of those people who just don't have that developed so you know maybe i can learn from you a little bit of french and uh it'll it'll have a, a fun fun spin on it because it won't it'll it'll be more swiss like but that's another thing i i just thinking is learn the learning of new languages it's very powerful and very interesting um I think yeah. it's a very powerful way to create new neural pathways in the brain and really just expand that mental capability. And 
so that's interesting yeah and that's something that i learned is also because you understand people not don't have the same words you also understand this maybe there's other things that are different and you start open your mind to perception like you, you understand the concept of perception some people like where i live here there's a lot of people that never go out they really live right there their whole entire life never see another perspective and that's i think really damaging because how do you connect with different people? You have to be always with the same type of people. Your comfort zone stays really small. And for me, to learn new languages, I, I always understood, okay, these people may be different because they have a different language, but then what else? What, what else can I understand from them? What can? How about I take their perspective? And that completely changed. I think it had a huge impact on how I see the world, how I connect with people, the respect, the tolerance. I mean, it, it all comes together, and it gave me that capacity to really connect with people. That's very interesting. Um, I've traveled not too many places in the world myself, but I remember when I went to Iceland, they have their own specific language. They can speak English too. But I thought it'd be interesting to learn a little bit of their language. Uh, it's it was kind of hard for me, but it was fun. But that's my personal goal. If I'm going to travel to a place that has a foreign language, I'm going to make it my objective to learn their language because I think when you learn their language, it can just be so much more enjoyable. Because yeah, you get the perspective of the new traveling to a new destination, but to to be able to have that more um expansive connection with people uh because you you can use their language they they would respect that and so yeah, yeah that's i think it's a great idea to learn new languages it's always it's just part of personal development itself i truly believe i truly believe and if you just think about that when you go on holidays for example and all of a sudden you hear someone speaking the same language for example you automatically feel connected to them because there's there's a sense of connection through the language so if you make that step towards people when you go to their place and you and you try to speak their language they'll trust you more they, all of a sudden they will like you more because there is a there's a connection that gets created so yeah i totally believe that and for me languages are totally part of my personal professional development for sure yeah, definitely. Especially when, you know, you work with a company that works in, in multiple different countries. So part of doing that would be awesome to learn languages. But um, yeah, let's get the let's get uh, rolling here into your um, just share a little bit about your journey growing up in Switzerland. What was that like? Where did you come from? You know, what were maybe some of the personal or professional struggles you might have dealt with? Um, yeah. You know, and, and what led you into personal development and uh, just kind of where it's led you so far? Yes. Uh, it's funny, actually. I was thinking about it lately and I thought this is a crazy story because I come from a very loving family, a good country in the sense that everything is very safe and calm and very well organized, considered a wealthy country. So we never struggled, really. I never struggled materially or anything like that so i pretty much had everything to be happy i don't know if that's a sentence in english but it's an expression in french there's even a book about it um you, you got everything to be happy is the title and oh and i still wasn't i really wasn't happy and i really grew up with a very loving family but full of limiting beliefs full of fears and full of things that just held everybody back but we actually were the ones 
holding ourselves back because we would just reproduce this program about fears and worries and everything that had to do with the region where I come from that, that is very highly influenced by religion but not in a positive way. Um, that's something I discovered in the US. I think in the US, it's a lot about more about a loving God that helps you and supports you and faith. Here, it's more this God that punishes. So you have to be careful of what you're doing and never make a mistake because you're gonna, everything's gonna collapse. That's where I came from. And we really have this influence in my family. So growing up, I was always trying to be perfect and do things right. And I, have a, I had a very strong sense of what is right or wrong. And I was this nice girl, right? Always trying to do the right thing and always pleasing people. Um, so, you know, that goes without saying, I was never ever thought I never thought about what do I want never asked myself this question it was all about what do I need to do what should I do should was like probably the word the word I used the most there's certain things you have to do to be a good girl and that's the path I took oh, up, up until I was a, a grown-up uh, but I had good grains and I had a good you know um university degree so at some point I mean I still managed to succeed somehow just in that on that path of what was correct um, and, but I ended up my studies with no goals because all I was told as a kid was you need to get a good degree. So I, my goal was to get a good degree. So when I did that, I finished and then I thought, well, what now? Because I never thought about what I wanted. So I was waiting for the world to tell me, okay, what's the next step? But nobody really cares. You do whatever you want now. You have to find a job. So that's what I did. Found a job. I stayed there for three years and had kind of established a, a normal life you know like you have the apartment the relationship the work and you do that every single day again and again and it was just annoying it was it was very boring and i thought this is not life this cannot be life i grew up even though i had this program in me i thought there was something more i always felt you know um, there's something we can all accomplish i always believed in people and that's why personal development was always with me all throughout my life because I knew there was something more and I wanted to find out what it was. When I came across Bob Proctor and The Secret, that's like everything exploded and I pretty much changed my whole life because everything I had created was based on a lie. It wasn't my life. It wasn't what I wanted. It was somebody else's life, somebody else's program. And it was hard, honestly, because everything collapsed. I lost pretty much everything. I made the decision, so I'm not saying, you know, I'm not complaining, but I went from scratch. So it's pretty much like you start your life again. So it takes time. And especially the going inside and finding out what you want, it's, a, it's kind of a long process. At least for me, it took a long time and struggles to be like, you need to find out what you really want. It was so much easier to ask around. You know, when you're used to something, it's so much easier, no matter what it is. And for me, that was the first time when I understood it's hard, but you have to go through that step. And that taught me that when you need to change something, or you, when you want something bad enough, you can change. You understand the process, you understand the pain, but you're still willing to go through it. Because we do it all the time. I'm sure you have, you've had that as well, where... You have a goal, but you, you don't want to go through the steps, but this goal is so important to you that you're like, well, you know, and you take the first step and then you realize you can actually do it and it becomes easier and easier. Wow, that's a lot of personal insight and even some little bit of lessons on what it's like <laughs> developing yourself 
And obviously, yeah, it's very interesting because you actually came from that background where you just basically had it made by the sounds of it. And, and I think a lot of people would even um, envy that. What would want that and be like, well, that is amazing, but you still wanted more. It was like something inside you knew that there was more to life. And so it just drove you to get into this, you know, this new way of life and really developing yourself. Um, and one thing that came to mind is you, you, um, uh, you sound like you're very academic, you're well educated, you're very, um, you're very smart. And I'm sure that's, that's the image you had projected on you growing up in school like did people say you were smart and things like that that you would get into university and they kind of maybe set you up for this path that you kind of um I guess succumbed to and just followed through with at that yeah point. That's, that's interesting what you're saying because I was definitely put on the path of university um you have like, for example, my, my grandparents, they were all farmers. And so I come from that idea that, you know, you need to have a good job because that's going to be safer. From their perspective, it was not safe to be a farmer. So they told my mom, you have to get a degree. So my mom wanted me to get a degree. And so that's why university was never a question. I never questioned it. I remember when we had to choose where to go to university or what to do after high school, the only thing I looked at was university. I didn't even envisage anything else. Like we could have done other things. I just went for university. But the funny thing is, I never thought I was smart. I always thought I was dumb because I'm left-handed. And when I was at school, very young, yeah, I don't know how it is in Canada, but when I was young, it was still, oh my God, you're left-handed. That's, that's a nightmare. Like you don't want to be left-handed. And they were still trying to make me write with the right hand. So all of that created in me, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. And, and that's probably the reason why I pushed myself even more. And that's why I have the results that I have or I had the good grades that I had, just because I always thought I had to prove something compared to my sister, for example, who was right-handed and even better. So, you know, for me, I never thought like that. Up until recently, when people started to actually give me feedback of, you speak very well English, or you know you have a lot of academic knowledge, but that's what, that was like an eye-opener to me because I never saw myself like that. And I would still now, if nobody had told me something like this, like you know, positive feedback, I would probably still be going, pushing and, and trying to become so much better academically because I, there's no end to it, right? And, and I didn't see myself having this baggage. Uh, do you say baggage in English for the knowledge you acquired? Is that an English term? Yeah, we use baggage. Okay, because that's in French. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, I, I had to have someone let me see through a different lens so that I realized I'm actually smart, which now I believe. Uh, I've just shifted that. And I hope I don't sound like I'm bragging, but it's a good thing to feel smart. I hope everybody does on the line because it's much better to feel smart than to feel dumb. <laughs> you know what? That's very amazing because... Although you were perceived to be very smart growing up, you still felt you were not good enough. You felt you were not smart enough. Very interesting because I come from a background where, oh, and by the way, I'm left-handed too. 
which is I know high five and 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 if and if you have if we have both lefties high five it's it's like synchronized because I don't know you high five a right hand person it's it's a little bit different to I don't know but anyways that's cool to learn about you um what I was I was going to ask was or say was um yeah although you're perceived to be very smart you still felt you know not smart enough um on the other hand um you know for me growing up i was deemed as the challenged kid very like intellectually uh, you know i was perceived the dumb kid the slow kid and that had i i know that had a big effect on me with the grades i got i really struggled in school um so yeah i had this image that i am a dumb kid you know what i mean not good enough but it's not just people that had like me that had that struggle it's also the people like you that i would look at like someone like you and look at how smart they are and i would compare myself but you on the other hand are dealing with that same demon in, in your inside and and you probably got up caught in that comparison mode as well am i right Absolutely. Yeah. And I like what you said, because it's, it's always a question of who do I compare myself to? Or what is the point of comparison? Because in the end, we all something, right? But we just exist. I'm smart, but who, compared to this person, I'm going to be smarter, less smart. What is the point of comparison? And we can do a lot of damage to ourselves. That's something I learned from Bob, actually. We can do a lot of damage to ourselves if we always compare to someone that we, you know, know knows more or do, does better. Because maybe, and we don't even know, maybe they have 10 years more experience. What do we know about these people? So if you want to help yourself, you always want to compare yourself to maybe not to diminish the people, but someone that has done less because then you feel good about yourself and you still keep going. Otherwise you can really easily just push yourself down or feel really bad about yourself, which you really don't want to do. Um, it's, a, it's a way of finding how can I actually valorize myself and still keep going. I so very agree with that. And yeah, we, we are always, comparing ourselves to someone else. I mean, when we're not, then we're definitely living, you know, more inspired and empowered. But if we're always comparing ourselves to someone else, well, you got to think that who that person you're comparing yourself to is probably comparing themselves to someone else. So what good is it to try to measure yourself up to someone who's doing the same thing too? Because they probably don't know what they're doing. They're just following somebody else. So it's very important that we know who we are as a person and that we can, you know, really, I guess in a, in a, a positive way, separate ourselves from others, but ultimately feel that connection with other people. And um, what is interesting is we're getting kind of on the subject of education and which this is a big part of personal development because this is self-education. It's very different from formal education. Um, and it's evident that we're basically um, evaluated in, in school on how smart we are and, and you know what careers we would be good for and what post-secondary education we should take and stuff like that. And it's almost like we're measured by this this rigged, fixed 
um, you know, education system that really doesn't teach anything about ourselves. And we know that when we get into the real world, it's very confusing and it's very damaging at all, for most of us that we have to go through this personal self-discovery process. So um, I'd like to share just um, from your perspective, like where do you see the issues in the educational system and how does personal development really help people? Yeah. Um, well, I think school is just like, or education is just like anything else in the society. We do have a program that without realizing we keep promoting. And school is one of the big promoters of that. By promoting, I mean, just by, by saying things we say, just because we believe in a certain way. Uh, and we just mold people into something. So school is not the place where you grow. It's not the place where you discover yourself. It's not that place where creativity is given imagination is given it's it's the opposite it's we want to have everybody become like this and conform so we have these rules we have to learn this and we learn in theory things that maybe are going to be useful maybe not but instead of putting that into practice into the practical world where where is that going to lead me what is my goal and, and learning actually learning how we function naturally as human beings because you probably know, just like me, we have this mechanism mechanism inside where we always set goals. So why not use that? Because at the end of school, we get into life and then it's totally a different story and different rules. And people are lost because they don't know what's the rule around money. I've, I've had so many surprises where I realized I had to know this and this and this and this, but I was never told at school. So I lost a lot of money. All these little things, that's totally practical, but it's the same for who you are uh, because we're just told to follow. We're never told to think, basically, just like that. So we never made, make the best decisions for ourselves. We never, we're actually never told the basic principles that would help us go through life and succeed, like making decisions, like persistence. Pretty much you could take the book Think and Grow Rich, all of these chapters, that's what we need to learn imagination why is this useful who we are just imagine if we would if we would teach the stick person that we learned from bob conscious subconscious the higher faculties the five senses it would help people understand because i see around me and i'm sure it's the same for you when you develop your awareness you realize how people function people function through their senses like the business that we both do similarly um level marketing i hear people tell me all the time i don't like the products because they're not natural it's it's chemicals and i'm like you're basing your decision on something you have learned from products you've seen somewhere else but you haven't even looked at it you haven't even looked into the products and let alone the products imagine what the business can do for you but they cannot get to that level because they are stuck in the sense mode and so if we will just learn who we are the difference there is between us and animals is just our higher faculties so if we were told how to use them, we would succeed much better in life. And imagine just an example, I think about it all the time. There's a lot of numbers in businesses. You have to track your numbers. If you wanna be an entrepreneur, I'm just saying that's an example that I came across and I hate numbers. I'm always afraid of numbers. And I've changed now because I have to look at them. I have to, you know, if you don't look at your numbers, there's no way you can grow your business. But if we had mathematics for that purpose, 
to you know, connect it with the real world. Maybe one day you'll use numbers. You will need them in your work. So make sure you actually learn it, just like English. I personally decided to learn English that way because I wanted to connect to the world. I had a goal. People around me, they didn't care about it because they didn't have a goal. And now they cannot connect with the world. So, you know, if we connected what we learn academically, which it's useful to learn these things like math and, and English and French, whatever, it's useful depending on where you want to be. So we need to start with the goals. I know it's young and we can imagine people, maybe kids don't know how to set goals, but I don't believe that. I believe it's according to how we start out. So we should start out with that specific way of doing things because we have goals is in ourselves. We want to have goals. We want to have a destination. So if we would just put the attention to people, of people, of kids, to that, they would be able to be much better human beings for themselves and succeed in life, simply. Yeah, definitely. And I agree. Like, uh, formal education is necessary for basic, um, you know, intellectual development, like learning your your basic math, your basic English. Uh, you know what I mean? Just just certain things to help you interact with the world. But beyond that, um, you know, it's it's amazing because when I got out of school, um, you know, I just wanted out of there. I didn't want anything to do with it anymore. And then. You know, I, I did go to college myself, but um, it's it's interesting because I never thought I, I would get onto this path of personal development the way to the extent that I have now, um, like like you and I both have. But I always knew in my mind as a little child that there's something wrong here. And I always wanted to I was always asking myself questions and I would ask adults questions you know like and sometimes you know they wouldn't know the answers and it's just very interesting how that curiosity in child um we can carry on as adults and i think it's very important yeah. uh, because if we're open-minded then we're always looking to consciously evolve and expand instead of letting you know that process take its time to work through us, um, you know, I guess on an evolutionary scale, like if you have the desire to grow, you can speed up the learning process. And, you know, that carries over to your personal life, your success in relationships, business, your health, everything. So yeah, it's just very, very um, powerful. And it's, um, it's very interesting how we share a lot of book commonalities, especially in this world of personal development. And, the, and um, we've been exposed to that. And, you know, reading was never one of my um, strong hands growing up. I was a very slow reader. And to be honest, I still am, but I do it intentionally now. And I, I love reading. Um, you know, I have a shelf full of books. I know you do too. And um, so, yeah, just curious, like what, what would be your, uh, maybe top three favorite books. Yeah, um, definitely. I have a new one that I just read, but so there's always been um, The Power of Awareness. That's always been on my list ever since I found out about it. Uh, I would say The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, just because it, it explains how powerful the subconscious mind really is. 
And now the third one is delivering happiness, which is something new that I've just read. Um, it totally blew my mind. It's actually just about, well, just about, it's actually, a, it's about Zappos, Zappos, I don't know how you pronounce it because I didn't know the company before, uh, but just how this guy, it's his story about it, how he created such a big company. And, you know, just being an entrepreneur, it's, it's a nice story to hear. So first of all, we all start out the same thing, the same way, the risk you take and all that, but also the value, the values of the company, you know, the why you're doing things and caring about people, building a culture. It's all, it's all things that resonate with me because that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and it, it just totally, it, it inspired me so much to do, to, to get to a higher level with what I'm doing. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, I've read, um, the, uh, the power of awareness and the power of the subconscious mind actually have both those books. And yeah, the power of awareness was a big, um, deep, just a very deep exploration into yourself. And it, it, it was one of those books that, um, oh, it's, it's very well written. It's very old. Um, but it's, and it's just one of those timeless books that, um, it's very powerful. So yeah. Um, that's one book I've read several times myself. And so you're talking about business and exploring entrepreneurship. Now, this is a whole different animal that we're not taught in, you know, formal education, right? That's more for getting into a, maybe a specific profession, working for a company. When it comes to entrepreneurship, there's a, you know, there's a big leap from your mindset from, you know, working for a company to, you know, owning a business and also with, yeah, the network marketing company that we are actually both part of, um, you know, we both learned personal development in that company, which is really cool, but also the opportunity to earn additional income and grow a business in the process, um, you know, by just, uh, taking products uh, we both love anyway. So, um, but yeah, just talk about like what it's like um, personal development and how it carries over into your professional life and just becoming more like a, like an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a big shift. The, the shift between employee to entrepreneurs, right? That's what you're talking about, or the process between the two, the two ideas. Is that what is that what you said exactly? Just to make sure. Yeah, uh, I'm only realizing now how big the gap. At least for me, maybe some people are different. Uh, I think I had it in me to be an entrepreneur. I had I really have this mindset because it really comes out of me now naturally. Um, but the program I had just turned me completely the other side. And I, I think most of us, the way we are programmed or educated, brought up the way you want to call it, right? Um, it's not to make decisions. It's not to be responsible for ourselves. It's not to be an entrepreneur. We're not proactive. We don't, I was scared to speak, to say my name <laughs> to strangers. So how would I even share ideas to people? How would I even go to them and tell them, you know, let's do something. I was not a leader. I was never a leader. And to become an entrepreneur, you have to become a leader because whatever you're going to create, whatever company you're going to create, you have to believe in it. So you have to promote it. You, you pretty much, I would, I would advise everybody to fall in love completely with the idea they have, 
so that they want to speak about it all the time. That's pretty much what happened to me. But to promote something, to believe in it, then you, you become visible, right? You, you're in the center sometimes because you agree that a leader is someone that's leading the way. So everybody's following you. So looking at you, that's a huge shift for a lot of people. We rather hide usually. Uh, I couldn't become a teacher because I wanted to hide in the corner. So, you know, the shift was really big. And then also just this idea that most of the time we are told what to do. You have requirements, homework, you have, I don't know, certificates to get the certificate, what you have to do, this level, this level, this level, this, this exam, you pass that, you do this. Um, nobody tells you what to do when you're an entrepreneur. They maybe give you a plan, which you, you know, we are lucky with network marketing, there is a plan, there's a structure, there's, there's something at least. If you have your own company, I'm, I don't know how you do it. I wouldn't do it on my own because it's so hard to build something from scratch, at least for me. I like to have guidance. Um, but you have to make decisions. If you stay in bed all day, nobody's going to come. Or maybe at some point, they're going to tell you to get out the hell out because you didn't pay the bills, right? But that's the only moment because you are responsible for your bills, you're responsible for your income, you're responsible for anything else. You're programmed throughout the day. Nobody is going to come and tell you you have to get up and go to work because you are the one, you are the boss. And that for me, that's, that was a really hard shift. Um, I remember sleeping late or, you know, not getting up. I'm totally honest here. It took me a while to, to really gather myself. And I really felt like I needed a structure, like almost like you know the things where you hang your clothes on this i don't know how you call that the, the hanger. hanger i i almost felt like i had to put a hanger on myself to structure my bones and and just straighten it up so that i would actually do the work and get up it's a funny image but that's really how it feels to me and i guess it's just what bob calls discipline i had to discipline myself and i call it the hanger <laughs> because that's really what I did. Um, but once you did, once you, once you do it, once you shift that, then it's such, like it's such, it's so powerful because then you can do it for anything. Any project you have, you know you can rely on yourself because you've done it before and you know what it takes and you have acquired discipline. It, it has become a habit for you. And when you have discipline as a habit, I think you can go out in the world and, and you'll succeed in anything. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things, and I know it was for you, because it was for me too, is, is fear. The fear holds us back from taking that step into entrepreneurship, but um, uh, not under the subject on what we do, but um, with network marketing, it just removes a lot of that fear because it's not like you have to just give up your job, spend a you know, a whole bunch of money to do a startup or anything like that. It's, 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 it's like a more easy kind of thing to get into, but there's still, you still have to go through certain fears. Uh, like you mentioned public speaking, you know, that's these, a lot of these things are part of a part of that. And, you know, as I speak now, like it might you know, I'm very comfortable now doing it, but there was a time where I was very uncomfortable, like um, giving speeches in front of classes. Oh, that was terrifying. And, but now it's, I just have this confidence and rely on myself and, and, and just let God flow through me. And I can just, you know, do it off the fly now. And 
So it's just amazing what skills you can develop um, when you just, you know, you use the fear as a tool and just know that it's, you use it right and you develop yourself and you develop many skills and you develop more skills, the greater, um, you know, impact you can make and, and the more money you can make and just everything, you know, it just, life really opens up that way. So it's really how personal development and really entrepreneurship, all that goes hand in hand. And, you know, I, I, I agree, like maybe not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur, but I think to, to some extent, we all have this creativity that we want to express in the world. And if we have the ability, the means to do that, whatever our occupation is to be, you know, we can be fulfilled within that. And I think a lot of, you know, for me personally, I think owning a business, being an entrepreneur, you know, just, it's really empowering and it can be very, very fulfilling. And, um, you know, so it's, it's finding where you are happy and successful and fulfilled. Um, but, you know, always wanting to grow. Yeah. Is that what you would uh, agree to? Uh-huh. I would, I was thinking, I was actually speaking to one of my mentors she, and she, she told me, you know, when you get to that level of dissatisfaction, you're always happy and grateful for what you have. But you also have this dissatisfaction of, I'm not staying here. I want to grow more. And when you, when you have that inside of you, uh, you keep going. And then fear is not a problem anymore because that becomes stronger. And you know you've done it before, you have all the competences and you just want to, for me now, it's seriously what gets me going every single day is how far can I go? How many people can I have? You know, it's just this how much. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. I know there's no limit. So how much can I accomplish in my lifetime? That's really amazing. And um, so we're like, what would be your... Um, message to the world or, you know, just message to people in general. And yeah. what, what do you feel most driven to help solve? Um, like what problem in the world or, you know, in your community, in your country, or, you know, if you want to talk globally too, like what problems do you feel most called to help solve? And, yeah. and just your mission. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's, it, I think, it comes from, you know, where I started from and, and what I didn't have, what I liked myself and the change I've been able to make. Um, and it's this, this idea of not believing in yourself, the disbelief we have in ourselves. Um, for me, what it did, the fact that I didn't believe in myself, it got me very indifferent, indifferent to life. I never took my life seriously, myself seriously. So it would just, you know, wash through me, but I wouldn't even pay attention. I realized that I'm, I was still doing it to, to the business. I wouldn't, some things I would just not even read it because I thought that's too big for me. I'm not gonna get there. So you don't even pay attention and you don't take it seriously. And I see so many people don't take this, this specific opportunity that you know we, you and I were working on, the, the business that we have, or, or they listen to Bob and they laugh at him, or they cannot be serious on this because they don't believe in themselves. And it would change their whole life if they could. So my goal and my mission is to bring that belief in them because I did it to myself. 
I know you can build yourself up by believing in yourself. All you have to do is start somewhere with little things. And if I can help someone to do that and to believe in themselves enough so that then they become an example for someone else, because it's all about this ripple effect, duplication, right? I'm all about that. So if you can help that person, they can, it's never about just that person. It's all about all the people around them because they're going to be curious. What changed? How come now you became that person? I have so many people asking me. I know if I tell them, then they're going to be ripple effect. It's just what it's all about. Um, so yeah, that would be what I would answer, self-belief. That is very powerful. And you're doing it by example. Like I mentioned earlier, like if you if you follow Korean on, on social media, like it's pretty evident, like you are leading with this example and, and sharing your message and it is very inspiring uh, for sure. So just really putting yourself out there and really leading yourself every day and, and showing others what that is like, that you came from not, you know, being perfect and not that you're trying to be perfect, but you're always, you're always working to be better. And so that really carries a lot of, um, a lot of, um, it speaks a lot. Um, it definitely speaks a lot. So it's your actions really speak loud in that. And so um, we're just going to finish off here. Um, where, where could people actually find you? Like if, if they want to follow you on social media? Yeah. Um, I think the best way now is on Instagram. Um, obviously, it's unlimited there. I think there's no limit to how many we can connect to each other. And I've started to do lives on my Instagram every day, French and, and English. So, you know, that's a bit of inspiration that I can share and give. And I'm always willing to help. So for people to discover more of what I really do professionally, if they're interested or curious about the business, but also just to connect. I'm, I really, I'm big on connecting just for safe, the sake of connecting. Uh, so yeah, Instagram is the way to go. Awesome. Well, it has been a real pleasure and honor to um, have you on the show today. And I'm sure it really inspired others and uh, really lit others up in a way that um, they feel better about going into 2021. Anyways, so that is it for the show and take care, everybody and pursue 2021 with more empowerment um, get inspired pursue what you feel is on your heart on your mind take care everybody blessings happy wednesday